0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Just One Dude. I'm your host, Nathan Cutler. You know, I was watching the the men's basketball, uh, the Elite Eight this weekend, and I could not help but reminisce about the time in 2020 when we did not have the the tournament, and um, I, I was just so happy about the way that it has come out. Um I, I think these these four teams have some of the most potential we've seen in a long time. Uh not not necessarily in terms of like NBA prowess and like sending players to the NBA, but um definitely definitely some of the best college teams I've seen in a while. Um obviously there's like the Fab five, um And that Michigan team, that was really good. But in terms of like just sheer chemistry, raw talent, um, it has been a really, really fun year to watch basketball. Uh, I think the only other Cinderella story that we've seen that was even close to St. Peter's was the UMBC beating Virginia. Um, and Loyola Chicago making a run, I believe, is last year. I I don't know any other way to put it other than I am extremely excited about these these uh, these next two matchups. Um, Villanova and Kentucky, that's going to be one of the best games uh, this year, just in terms of the sheer. Offensive power and defensive prowess on both teams um, just display on, an, on a night-to-night basis. Also, this UNC-Duke uh, rematch. Uh, this UNC-Duke uh, rivalry has just made college basketball fun to watch again. Um, I feel like the only reason like re- a lot of people really watch college basketball is because of like people that they think are going to be good in the NBA. Um and that's not necessarily true for these these four teams um while i do think paulo banquero and um jordan love on unc is going to be they could probably make some uh they could probably make some waves in the nba um, as well as uh, abaji on um kentucky or not kentucky excuse me kansas uh i think they will make waves in the nba but they're just two great teams two very well coached teams um not just necessarily the fact that they are uh, talented but mostly because of their team chemistry and i think that's really the most underrated part of college basketball is watching team chemistry and just how important it is because You can have a lot of, like for example the Kentucky team, they had a lot of young talent but they didn't have necessarily great team chemistry on the court Um, like St. Peter's did. They had a lot more chemistry, they were more enthusiastic about the game. Um, You can have talent but if you're not passionate about what you're doing and you're not actually dedicating the time to being with your teammates and learning how they play and them learning how you play, then it doesn't really do you any good. Um, So, yeah, I just, I was thinking about that this weekend and how much, how much I've missed a good, like a good bracket because last year was kind of meh. They were coming off COVID. There wasn't fans uh, or there wasn't as many at least. And um, there was just a lot to be desired. I feel like, and this year has really revitalized that, in my opinion. Um, it's really made it fun to watch again, and it's and just the sheer number of people I saw make brackets and how people how invested people were. Um, like I said last year, it seemed like it was a little lackluster just because of the amount of um, just because the fans weren't there and there wasn't any like there wasn't any excitement around it. Um, and I think that's really come back this year, and I'm and I'm super excited about this Final Four match, um, or these Final Four matchups. I'm going to go ahead and call it now. I think it's going to be Kentucky-Duke. Why do I keep saying Kentucky? Kansas. I think it's going to be Kansas-Duke in the championship game in New Orleans. Um, I, d- I just think this Duke team, although they lost to North Carolina um, in the regular season, um, I think that... I think that they have just hit a stride in the tournament, and I think they're going to go ahead and um, make it to that championship game. And I, I just think this Kansas team is too good. Um, I think they have a little bit of both. I think they have a little bit of uh, like sheer talent, but I also think that they have very good chemistry. Um, their defense is really solid. They have... It seems like their guard play is really good. Um, their team defense is just really great. Um, it seems like they're always kind of playing off one another in terms of like reacting to who, like who's doing what. Um, do I think Duke is going to beat them in the championship game? No. I think Kansas is going to take it this year. Uh, and even if UNC go, goes ahead and upsets Duke and goes to the, the championship game. Uh, I think Kansas is still gonna win um, the Villanova team is really good, but I think they lost one of their star players they got he got hurt in the elite eight game um just been a really good overall year for men's basketball I mean a bunch of upsets saint peter's you know going all the way to the elite eight and you know just are not elite eight they lost in the uh no, they lost in the Elite Eight. Um, just so entertaining to watch. And you didn't even have to like be invested in it. You didn't have to have a, like have a bracket or you know, put money on anything. If you just really liked watching a sports storyline, um, I really think it came out this year in in the bracket and in the uh the tournament. So yeah, I, I just I came back from spring break. Um And I just, I sat and watched pretty much every single game, at least part of every single game. And I just, I was super entertained and thankful for the the way that it went down just because of how entertaining it actually was. Um, I I, I apologize for last week's episode. Um, It was not ideal, but... Like I said, I was at home, I was at Spring Break, I had a vacation, it was really nice. Got to see family, friends, the whole nine yards, um, and enjoy some college basketball. So, we're back. Um, I'm going to be covering a little bit of uh, the NFL um, shenanigans that went down. Um, Also, did anyone else see that Will Smith incident? That was crazy, that shit was crazy. Um, At the Oscars, poor Chris Rock. You know he was just trying to be funny, and he gets slapped for it. Um, I feel like Will Smith is kind of a a bitch for that, but you know that's not sports, so we're not going to talk about it. Uh, yeah. Um, let's get started with the NFL. Um, recently Jalen Waddle, or not Jalen Waddle? Excuse me, Tyreek Hill went to the Miami Dolphins. Um, along with Raheem Mostert, Jalen Waddle, uh, and um tugavalaloa I don't know if I'm saying that correctly but uh, Miami look is looking like they have a pretty solid defense or a solid team they uh, they improved their offensive line which um, I know that's kind of the, the biggest question mark for that team last year they improved that they also gave uh, a pretty solid quarterback in Tua Otagavaloa a bunch of offensive weapons so that is something to look out for um, if you're a Miami fan it's 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 good news for you. Um, they just they seem to be making all the moves after that whole Brian Williams um, scenario or situation. You know he got he sued the team he sued the NFL. It seems like they kind of bounced back and um, really handled their shit. Uh, to not put it lightly, they they went out and they got a bunch of good players. Um, they improved where they needed to improve at. Um, Other than a little bit of shakiness on the defensive end, I think that if they can learn the new coach and they can learn the playbook, I think that the Miami Dolphins will be pretty good this year. I think they'll be number one, number two in their division. Um, Uh It's it's just kind of exciting to see a shakeup in teams. I feel like it's been kind of, you know, Rams, Buccaneers, Packers, um, you know, Niners—you could say uh, Patriots. You know, it's it's been kind of the same seven to eight teams in the in the playoffs recently um, in the NFL, or that are contending for um, a Super Bowl, and it's been kind of nice to see a little bit of a shakeup. Now the Buffalo Bills have Von Miller. They they've uh, added a bunch to their defense, and that team is looking pretty scary too. Um, they have a really good quarterback, really good offensive uh, weapons, core uh, core receivers, a pretty decent running game. Um, they could improve on their running game. I think that the just because they have a mobile quarterback, they don't really like bank on the running like the running game like a lot of th- teams do. Um, it seems like if a team has a mobile quarterback, they don't have like a super strong running game, or they don't really like focus on it that much. But if they have like a pretty sedentary, not super mobile quarterback, they really focus on um, they really focus on the run game. And I feel like it's important for any team to have a run game, just because it keeps your defense honest. But uh, yeah, I just think it's been. Um, It's really switched things up in terms of like who can be good and who's not going to be good. Um, Because it seems like the last few years the Dolphins have been pretty mid at best. They've kind of had some question marks in their quarterback. Um, Their run game has been pretty meh. Uh, They've had some good receivers, but nothing super promising. so yeah, and also the Bengals. I didn't even mention the Bengals are looking pretty solid still. They've uh, they ing- they um, improved their offensive line, so they're going to protect Joe Burrow a little bit better. Um, yeah, I, the NFL is looking pretty promising this year. Um, yeah, nothing nothing too crazy to say about it. Uh, there hasn't been any big moves recently. Um, I just. I'm really excited to watch this year, just because of how different the dynamic is, and some of the teams, um, and not necessarily just watching, you know, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers and Matt Stafford and um, all those veterans who are so good, and you know they deserve to be where they're at, but uh, they just—it's it, going to be—it's going to be a nice refresher, so to speak. Um, so, yeah, we're going to go ahead and go over um, the NBA. So, yeah, let's talk about it. So, the NBA, um, nothing super crazy going on there. The Celtics have been on a absolute hot streak as of late. Um, they are in the top three or four in the power ranking as of right now. Um, I think, I don't know what, what seemed to have happened. Maybe they just got a little bit of fire under their asses and they just started playing really well um or their like defensive dom or like pre- like presence came back but uh yeah they're they're playing pretty well they got a bunch of young stars jason tatum jalen brown marcus smart or i guess marcus smart isn't necessarily young but he's he's been on the team for a while uh they just look really sound right now they they're pretty pretty good defensive team their offense is kicking up into high gear around a good time you know playoffs start um relatively soon at the end of the end at the end of April so if they can continue to play really well, they're climbing in the eastern conference rankings right now um I believe they're first um, they just took the first spot. they were five before uh but yeah. Pretty pretty crazy. Um, just considering all that's gone on in the NBA, it seems like there was a there was a bunch of like clear-cut teams that were going to be in the playoffs. You know, the Sixers, the Nick or the Nets, uh, Boston or not Boston, excuse me, Milwaukee, um, the Suns, the Grizzlies, the Jazz, the you know all of, all of the usual suspects, the Heat, uh, the Warriors, and now. Celtics kind of came out of nowhere, kind of taking over the Eastern Conference in a not-so-sly way. They just kind of, it seemed like the last week and a half they've just been kind of dominating everyone. Um, They are 24-4 and in their last 28 games. um, They're outscoring teams by roughly 16 points. I just think the the Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum thing just started working for some reason. Um, they were pretty bad at the beginning of the season and there was a bunch of questions about like, you know, are they going to move away from one of them? Or are they going to, you know, keep them off the floor at the, like keep them off of the floor at the same time? Uh, there was just a lot of speculation about them because they weren't playing really well and their defense was kind of meh. Um, so they are, they're tied for the Eastern Conference best record, um, And like I said, they were pretty bad as of last month, last month and a half. Um, It says here that they were 10th place in the East almost two months ago. So pretty, pretty fun, uh, pretty exciting things to see if you are a NBA fan. It just kind of shakes things up, you know. You know, you don't really like to watch the same teams over and over again because, you know, in the 80s it was the 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 Celtics and the Lakers in the '90s it was the Bulls and a Western Conference team the Bulls and the Jazz the thousand or the 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 2000s it was the Lakers and then you know like the Celtics and the Heat in 2010s it's pretty pretty much just was like the Warriors and the Heat and um, it, it never there was never really any like shakeup and things and it's it's been pretty uh, unusual, to say the least, in terms of like who's been where, and it's been pretty different every season. There might be still like the the same teams that come out at the championships, but the playoffs are pretty like unusual. Not unusual, but it's just not like the same teams like every single year. There's always one team that steps it up or one team that doesn't do as good as they used to. Um, I think it just makes it more entertaining for the game of basketball just in like to watch it just to watch it um and if you're like a hardcore basketball fan it makes it even better because you're watching different play styles different teams play differently um just an exciting time to watch basketball and to watch sports really um in general so yeah with that being said we're gonna go ahead and talk about the mlb let's talk about it spring training has been going on so um we're gonna go ahead and cover that all right the MLB um so spring training is going on right now uh nothing too crazy to really like harp on but you know um just watching a a bunch of new faces in um down in Scottsdale uh specifically like Trevor Story um are not new faces but just familiar faces in different places um, you know, Trevor Story is now with the Red Sox. Uh, Correa is now on the Twins. Um, Freddie Freeman now in the Dodgers. I, I covered all of this before. Um, pretty, pretty cool stuff to see. Um, I, I feel like this is gonna kind of reflect what I was talking about with the NBA, but um, just seeing new teams in the playoffs and in the in the race for for a championship. It's just always exciting as a sports fan. You never you don't really want to see the same teams over and over and over again. Um, unless you're like watching, you know, the eighties and it's magic and bird going at it every single year. Uh I just think it's entertaining to see different teams, different dynamics, um, just in any sport. Um keeping it fresh, so to speak. Uh I, I just like watching different um, different scenarios, the whole nine yards. Um, so who do I think is going to be the best this year? Uh, I would say probably the Dodgers. Um, that lineup is just absolutely insane. Um, with Cody Bellinger, Freddie Freeman, obviously Mookie Betts, Justin Turner, Trey Turner, um, Max Muncy, I mean, their whole lineup is just, from top to bottom, is insane. Um, their defense is really good. It's just super sound. It's not really, like, anything to write home about, but it just seems like they just got better with Freddie Freeman on the, on the field now. Um, yeah, their rotation is pretty mid. Um, Kershaw, I feel like, is starting to falter a little bit. Um, he's getting kind of old. His delivery isn't like as it as it used to be. Um, who do I think is going to be the runner up? I feel like the Braves are still going to be pretty good. They get, they got kind of like a, like a a quarter downgrade at their first baseman because like everyone is everyone in their lineup is the same except for Freddie Freeman. That's the only person who left. Um, I haven't really like followed them super closely, but I know that that's been like the big one is that they got Matt Olson from the A's. So their lineup is still going to be really good. Um, their pitching will still be very good as it was last year. Um, yeah, just kind of um, – Matt Olson has some big shoes to fill in terms of um, offensive output. So if he can fill that, then I feel like the Braves will still be able to contend for um, – be able to contend for a title this year uh I think the Mariners are going to be pretty good as well um they were pretty solid last year um and they added a few pieces to um their bullpen and their lineup and their defense I think they're just gonna they're gonna get a lot better they made a like a run towards the end of the um the regular season last year and they were, like, two, probably two or three games away from making it into the, the playoffs. I think they played in a wild card and they lost. Um, so, yeah, I think that's going to be interesting to watch because when's the last time we saw the Mariners, like, contend for the title? I mean, probably Ken Griffey Jr. and Cal... Like, I, I think that's probably the the last time we've seen the Mariners and at least my memory I don't I'm not super um versed when it comes to like MLB history but um I know that the Mariners have not been very good for a while um another sleeper team I think is going to be the Red Sox or the Yankees um they've always had a really good lineup their pitching staff is a uh, only gotten better. Um, they they added a, a, f- a few bullpen pitchers, um, and I mean, you know, when you have Aaron Judge and uh, Stanton in your lineup, you're going to be pretty solid most of the time. Um, as long as your defense can, as long as your pitching can win games, your your batting is always going to be there even when your hitters or your like superstar hitters are in slumps you're still going to be able to output offense no matter what um but yeah nothing too crazy to talk about in the MLB as of right now the season is starting um, the season is starting April 16th i believe um opening day is the 16th of April um so, yeah, it'll be um, entertaining to watch this season. Um, I'm going to be, like, continuing to cover the MLB when the playoffs come around. Obviously, it's not until, like, October. But um, I just, I'm really looking forward to watching baseball this year. Um, as I've mentioned previously before, I never really, like, like got into baseball all that much. Um, and I never really, like, followed it that closely unless the Giants were in it. Um, but... I'm just excited to watch it this year. I've kind of um, done more research, kind of read into it a little bit more. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to be, you know, slacking on it as I I've, as I've used to be. But yeah, with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and move on to um, the song of the week. Yeah, we're already at the song of the week. Let's talk about it. All right, the song of the week. I feel like I've been pretty uh, lackluster on these. I Haven't really been like going into much detail about them in terms of like the meaning behind the songs and kind of like I, I just kind of gloss over them. Um, I'm gonna try and do my best to get into them a little bit more and kind of uh, be more descriptive. Because I feel like I've been kind of lowballing it almost. Anyways, the song of the week is Tyler Childress's "Tattoos." I know I'm a Tyler Childress fanboy, but he just makes really good music that I enjoy a lot. Um, I I don't even know where to start on this one. Um, The song is kind of like a meta. It's a metaphor, Uh, and it. It really, it's a, see, like, I don't even know how to explain it. Um, he talks about love as if it's a tattoo. So he talks about this girl and how he, she left him and it's now, like, on him forever. And even after death and after she's been with somebody else they're always it's always there um so he's kind of like comparing that relationship to to a tattoo and how tattoos never go away um and just the slide guitar and the um and like the fiddle and just The mix of it I don't know I really enjoy it Um, I just feel like it kind of has put it puts love in a way that I've never heard it before Um, and I I think that really stood out to me when I first heard it Um, just the lyrics and the way it's laid out and the ups and downs of it because it's kind of like really like some sections, some sections of it are like really quiet and just a guitar in the background, and you hear him singing, and then it kind of like opens up and a bunch of you know, like um, a bunch of instruments come in, and then it goes back and forth. I just really like the the um, the contrast of it. So yeah. With that being said, I'm gonna go ahead and wrap up this episode right here, right now. Um, there's my voice crack again. You know what? I, I'm tired of this shit. I need, I need the studio to not be so fucking hot. How about that? Oh my god, I'm losing it, man. I'm losing it. You know, I, I, I got home last night and I, I realized I had to work at fucking nine in the morning. I was, it was already two a.m. What am I supposed to do? What am I just gonna like? Now I got to go to work, and then, you know, and then I realized. I had to do my show today and I was like, ah shit, I don't have anything done. You know what? I'm just, I'm over it, man. It's hot as hell in here. My voice cracks. My throat is super dry. I've been sick for a week and a half. No, I'm just kidding. Um, rant aside, thank y'all for watching. Um, I know it was kind of a shorter episode, not, not a lot to go over. Um, there's still a bunch of going on, but it's kind of like a lull period where, um, you know baseball's in spring training all of the super exciting upsets are over in the men's basketball NFL is kind of prepping for um they got all the blockbuster deals out of the way at the beginning of free agency and you know NBA playoffs are starting to heat up so uh you know it, it was a, it was a fun episode i feel like i did a little bit differently um it's it's going to get a lot more entertaining when NBA playoffs come around because I I feel like I'd be able to give my well um, established opinion on everything and not necessarily just kind of spitball but uh, thank you for watching thank you for listening whatever you're on apple uh, spotify youtube whatever you do whatever you consume me on thank you for listening I'm super appreciative like I said I apologize for last week's episode Um, I I was at home and I, I feel like I would rather get an episode out and kind of keep everyone in the loop. Rather than and there was also a lot of shit to talk about last week. Um, I just I felt like it would be inconsistent of me to just take a week off. I don't really like doing that. Um, I like to be consistent. So thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. I was Nathan Cutler. Go watch some sports for me this week. I'll see you all next week. See.